If you could do anything you wanted to do without anything holding you back, what would it be? Everyone has a purpose in life and others want to hear the purposeful value that is in you. Now, here is the host of the Value in You show, your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Hi, and welcome to the show today. You're on the Value in You show on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Join us. I know this one is a pre-record, but you can still ask questions. I'll get to them on the next show. You can go to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com slash chat room and log into the Zoom link from there. We have a very special guest with us today, John Morris, and I am so excited he's here. He's not only a fellow author, but he's also an artist, which I aspire to be, but <laughs> you don't want to see my drawings. <laughs> And, and he works with our minds, which I love so much. Um, I first heard about John on a podcast by Diana Catherine Plapa, which you know I'm in one of her books. And it's on my website, www.lskirkpatrick.com. It's the one with a girl dancing on the cover. It's a very beautiful, fun book, lots of anthologies. She has a new one coming out, so we'll have another anthology with her this year. So, John, say hello to our audience and tell just a little bit about yourself. Well, that was a phenomenal intro. I have to say thank you so much, uh, Sam John Morris. And as we normally start with all the shows, uh, I'm the artist, author, and coach for The Creative Mind. You know, I'm a host of our own YouTube show called Creative Business Made Simple. I study a lot of different things, and uh, I find variety really the, the the source of life and everything that I do, but it also enables me to be able to talk to different people from around the world in a variety of different niches, uh, which is super, super cool. And I am delighted to be here on the show, and we're going to have a tremendous time, I'm sure. Oh, I think so, because as you can see, my background is a little more washed out than John's, but we have the same background. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. I saw that, and it's like, all right, kindred spirits here. It's where Mine I feel most comfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again. It's where I feel most comfortable. We were trying to film uh, the, the new series and things, and they were like, try this and try that and have a natural background. And I was just like, no, this is kind of, you know, the brand, because nowadays everybody's competing for attention, so you've got to know how to do it. Uh, and, it, and it works really well. So it's, it's tremendous. Oh, I love it. I love it. So tell me a little bit about the Phoenix. I think it's a Phoenix you have yes. on your on your logo in front of you there. Yep. Um, so tell me about that. So the Phoenix historically has always been about rising from the ashes. And it's amazing how many people we've discussed this a little bit. And it's a big part of your mission. Uh, you know, the, people want to feel valued. They want to feel cared mm -hmm. about. Uh, they want to feel like there's something more. And some people are going through some really difficult times right now. Uh, and, and honestly, when we were building Art from the Heart and all these different industries that we you know, work with and do all this kind of stuff, I needed one central logo because there was multiple different things that I do. And I thought, what really represents me, you know, really well? So if you actually look on the other side, I get confused sometimes, but we've got the book, we've got the artwork, and then we've got the mind, body, and soul down here. Uh, and that's, you know, really all about me. And then it's the phoenix as well that's rising from the ashes. It's a way, again, when people look at it, it's like McDonald's. You know, you know, who's this, who this belongs to and everything, uh, you know, and, and branding is a big part of, of, of business, of course. Uh, and being able to tell a story. And it's always a great talking point when you've got nervous people, for you know, that you meet for the very first time, whether the show host, whether the clients, and they're like, 
oh wow that looks really cool that that logo can you can you tell me about it and it's it's a great way to start a conversation yeah absolutely absolutely i i totally agree with you you know i've got the v inside the y because it's the value in you yes. that we talk about um and that was one thing i really liked hearing you talk about when I first heard you on the podcast is you talk about the value that each person has. And it's like, oh yeah, this is my guy here. Yeah. And your <laughs> book. Okay. We're going to do a little background here. If you're noticing, I've got this Texas, Georgia, I don't know. It's just a Southern accent. My family's from Nebraska. There's something that's there. You know, my best friend was from Florida. So I picked up that accent. I lived in next to Canada. So I really did say a after a lot of my words. And sometimes <laughs> I still do. John is from Scotland, which by the way, he did not know this. In my genealogy research that I did over 40 years of that still doing genealogy research for other families too, is both of my parents, both of their parents. Yeah, both of their, oh, except for one came from Scotland. One came from I'll have to go back and look, but uh, a lot of my heritage is from that. The man I married did, did not know this when we got married, started doing his research. He's from Scotland and actually his ancestors knew my ancestors. Just wow. really kind of strange, but I love it that on your book, you know, you were talking about McDonald's and different clans, um, the speech competition I was just in, the Alma speech competition, we were given the opportunity to represent a country. Well, of course, I want to represent the U.S., but I knew there were others who were going to do that. So I represented Scotland. So wow. much fun. It was just great. Didn't quite have the costume exactly right, but, <laughs> but you got the idea. Um, and I love that on your book, you are with a sword. You have your chain mail and stuff. Kind of tell me a little bit about how you chose that cover. So again, you know, it, it's, uh, everything is divine, you know, it's, uh, you know, people are spiritual beings having a temporary human experience. That's where really Wayne Dyer, mm -hmm. one of my, you know, spiritual mentors uh, left off and I kind of picked up after, you know, he passed away. Uh, and, and with regards to the book, it was just everyone. It seems to be that I talk to, that I work with, you know, even in passing, mm -hmm. you know, they're all going through something. And a oh, lot yeah. of the time, it's stuff that has been fabricated by the media or by doctors or in their own minds or everything else. And, you know, when you can sit there and you can, yeah, again, have that conversation, you can break down anxiety, for example, into a single page, as we did on, on, the, other on the other show. Uh, yeah. You know, people are like, oh, my goodness, wow, are you some sort of healer? It's like, no. I just know how to real and, and how to read people and how to read these illnesses that are, you know, all over our world right now. Uh, so that was really in deciding that the book cover, again, it came to me. It was like, what can I do that's going to stand out that really stands for what we're, mm -hmm. we're doing here? Um, and, and the other thing I find, because there's a number of different books that were, you know, that we have out and, and that, that are going to be coming out, some massive projects coming up soon, uh, you know, is I prefer... If I'm involved in the story, I prefer to be the one photographed because nowadays everything's CGI or AI. And yeah. again, it's just, it's like, nah, okay, I've seen it. But when you see somebody <laughs> who's real, who's there, it's like, you know, like attracts like people are drawn to it and they're like, wow, mm -hmm. this is different. 
you know, and, and again, it's exactly the same we talked about with the background, with the way that I dress, the way that I carry myself. But it's it's the moment when I open my mouth. And this is what always comes out because people look, it's like, who the heck is this guy? But the moment you open your mouth, it's knowing how to command a room. It's knowing how to command the audience. It's yeah. knowing how to, yeah, again, we're all playing characters. Social media's taught us that. It's all playing characters. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, why yeah. not play it in the real world, but actually really make a difference. And that's that's a big part of what we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> One thing I tell people is I'm a WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. Yeah. You know, there's no no pretending or hiding. And it's always been that way with me. I don't know how to be something that I'm not. Yeah. Um, and I know there's people that do. I, I personally know some people who can be this way here and that way there. And, and it's like, I don't know how they do it. Not that it's wrong or right. It's just different. And yeah. it's like, yeah me like you just get me <laughs> but um you were talking about uh being a spiritual being yes. and i've been listening a lot to bob proctor um mm -hmm. and he talks about that 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 we're all spiritual beings too and um i find it really interesting um that you bring that up um you know for me a spiritual you know i understand that there's different types of spiritual uh, spirituality, the way that we look at it and how we do it. For me, I have my faith. When I was nine years old, I asked Jesus into my mm -hmm. heart and it changed everything in me. And that may seem kind of weird at nine years old, but, you know, I went to one of these um, vacation Bible school things after school. And, you know, every night I raised my hand, raised my hand, raised my hand. And on Friday, the teacher said, you know, I don't, don't think you understand. She was talking to my mom and it that time you do not speak unless you're spoken to when you're a child you do not interrupt adults that are talking but they're talking and I said I finally said I do understand yeah. so she looks at me and says okay explain <laughs> it to me and I did so she knew I understand and she's like well then why do you keep raising your hand I said because we memorized the verse that says I will be changed into a new man mm -hmm. I don't feel changed I don't feel any different I feel exactly the way I did I want that change. And so, you know, at nine years of age, you think, well, how can you know? Well, I was a rotten kid. I wasn't nice. I took things didn't belong to me, you know, from my family. Um, you know, there was just, I was just kind of a rotten kid and I didn't want to be that way. I wanted this amazing life that's being promised here. And so about a month later, uh, the preacher came to our house, talked to me. And I have no idea what he said. The only part I remember about that is the moment when he asked me, are you ready to pray? And I was already smiling. I mean, I was already feeling this change in me. And I said, yes. And I knew that if I didn't pray, that that wouldn't last. So we did. We prayed. And it was just amazing. One of my books, I haven't finished it yet, but one of the books, I tell you the whole story. And um you know, and I tell this with my grandson asked, why does everything have to be about Jesus? So I wrote him a letter that says, why Jesus or why Mima? Because <laughs> that's what they call me is Mima. Why Mima loves Jesus and why it's in everything I do, because it is a part of me. It is like life to me. It's breath. It's the blood in me. It's all a part of me. Yes, I walked away for a while thinking I could do everything on my own, wanted to be like everybody else. Big mistake. Don't ever do that. Be yourself no matter who you are. That's the best way to be. 
But yeah, so my spirituality lies in that. I know other people can feel the energy, can feel other spirituality. You know, I've got neighbors who are like total opposite of me, but we get along great because one, we don't judge each other. And two, we accept each other for who we are. And three, we have great conversations about what we believe and why we believe it. And it's not debating or trying to convince the other person. It's just having a conversation. And that's really the way we should do is just accept each other as they are right now, as we are right now. But then talk about it. Find out why. If we don't like something, well, we don't like something. You know, you don't have to get along with everybody. But you can show grace and, and courtesy. Yeah. And I see we're getting ready to go to break. <laughs> so um, we'll come back after the break right now. Thank you for joining me, audience, and John, as we're on this great talk across the seas together. <laughs> Him in Scotland, us here in the U.S. or wherever you are in the world. I'm so grateful that we have InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to take us all over the world. And some of you are hearing this in audio, some on TV. It's just a wonderful opportunity to get together and just talk about what we both believe in. And so when we come back right after the show, we'll find out more. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. I love that break. <laughs> so much fun. And I do want to remind everybody that I am now able to accept sponsors. Um, we've got enough shows going on. Not that that's a requirement, but I wanted to make sure that I had this sound before I started asking people to sponsor the show. So get a hold of me at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com slash host. And you can also get a hold of me at valueandyoupodcast at gmail.com. And I'll let you know more about sponsorships. 
And here we are back with John Morris. Now, we've talked about the spirituality, the beautiful backgrounds that we have. Um, um, tell me a little bit about how you got into the painting and where that interacts with your life. So, you know, I mean, I was 17 years old. Uh, I was either out of work or on a break. Oh. And I just remember channel surfing and, and watching Bob Ross. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was really, really cool. Sat there and, and just really fell in love with the way that he did things, the way that he conducted mm -hmm. himself. You know, again, you know, again, another very spiritual person, you know, in terms of his Christian faith and, and you know, very open about a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, and, and that really drew me in and I started painting. And again, you know, sometimes you can have an addictive sort of hair that goes along and it's like you do it again and again and again. It's like, gosh, that actually looks like a house. That looks like a mountain. And then before you know it, it's, you know, this is developed and that's developed. And painting has, has served me so well, you know, and, and I hope I've been that good to it over the last 20 years, which is, you know, incredible just to, to have that. It's taken many forms over the years, um, whether it's pets, whether it's people, whether it's landscapes, seascapes, whatever. Um, but also we built our private art school through it, ran that for a number of years. And now, you know, we're, we're an international organization. Uh, still, you know, that that is the number one business that, that we still have uh, to this point. And, uh, you know, I should add as well, I know before we went to break, you were, you were talking about Bob Proctor. I actually got to share a stage with Bob Proctor when I worked for the oh, Los Angeles Tribune, uh, which was super cool. He and Les Brown and, and a number of others, uh, Bob no longer with us, unfortunately, right. but uh, really interesting guy. Very, very yeah. interesting guy for, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, painting to me has always been, you know, it, it's, it's always the outward expression of your inner soul. It is, it's what's going on. It's what's happening. And I found that I could really touch people's lives in a phenomenal way through the artwork. And then when you realize the artwork is a tool to communicate with other people, it's, it's, it gets mm -hmm. people's attention. And they're like, oh, wow, you know, you got these paintings. And then they find out that there's more to you. And then they start building relationship and on and on and on. And yeah. it's, it is, it's just a phenomenal part of, you know, who I am more than anything. Yeah. And I love that connection, um, you know. And all you have to do is, is have one thing that uh, people notice, you know, it's um, being dressed in the, the Scottish look like outfit. Um, it actually, people connected to me and said, oh, I love your outfit. Tell me about it a little more. So I got to know more people. You know, I went there only seeing some of these people through a video Zoom like we're doing now. And it was so great because I got to meet them in person, but it's okay to meet in person, but you need to do more than that. You know, um, the networking people talk about it. And the more I hear about it, the more I agree with a couple of friends of mine who say, no, I'm not networking. I am relationship building. And that's what we're doing. Um, you're talking about Bob Ross as, as a painter. My mom loved Bob Ross. She painted on saws, you know, have these long saw blades. She painted on paper. She painted on on uh, farm equipment, um, just whatever there was, a shovel that that was my grandfather's. Um, and now I have that, which I'm really blessed to have. But I'll tell you one really great connection. When my mom had her strokes, um, you know, the, the brain only works part way. So when she painted, she only painted on half a piece of paper. She never painted on the whole thing because all she could see was this one half. And so what I would do is I would record the Bob Ross shows, 
um, had a gal that would come and I didn't know how my mom would receive her because she had black hair, black makeup. She dressed, dressed very goth. My mom was a very traditional woman and she fell in love with her, just loved her. And so we would set out the paints. We'd start the, the video. She'd have the remote control so they could watch a little bit, stop. She'd put the paint on the brush for my mom, give it to my mom, and then have my mom paint. And my mom would put the brush wherever she wanted it. Sometimes she'd gutter a little bit that, no, the waterfall's over here, not over here. Um, so it was really great therapy for my mom. And if you know someone who's had a stroke, find something they love to do. Um, that they love before their stroke and help them do that. Now, I tell you, it was the best hour. My mom, an hour before she would arrive, my mom would be anticipating her whole different change in her demeanor. And afterwards, she was very happy and relaxed. And it was just amazing to see the change in my mom. If only just for, you know, a few hours, it was wonderful. And the relationship they bonded with, it, it was incredible. It wouldn't have ever happened. Um, and then this young woman got to work with someone who was older, who's had a stroke, who isn't um, always comfortable to be around someone when they've changed so much. But she just took it all in stride. She was just wonderful. Now I have a piece of her artwork that she did while my mom was doing it, she was, you know, they draw sometimes. And so I have a piece of her artwork. My grandson stayed with us for a few days and he joined in on the painting. So now I have, I know it's not three generation, but, but the span of artwork from these beautiful souls, you know, at this time, and that'll go up on my wall here when I get just the right frames for him. But yeah, art, you know, anything that you do, my dad would talk about mindset that people had. And my dad, when he was very young, he was told by his parents that they wish he'd never been born. They didn't want him. And they treated him that way. Unfortunately, his sisters and brothers, you know, took up the slack and they all loved each other. But my dad was this amazing artist, but he was too afraid to let it show as he got older he made these wonderful huge huge gates you know that go in your driveway um made out of out of farm implements and they were beautiful they were expressive i mean you were drawn to them it was just amazing to see that um but as we learned from bob proctor and some of the others that that paradigm all those things you've been told um affect what you do or don't do and that's one of the things that I try to get across here is that value in you is in you it is not what others think of you it is not what you do as a job it's not any of that it's all of your life experiences that you have and those make you so worthy because only you can draw from that nobody else in the world can do that because it's yours and that's why you're important. You have something that nobody else has. You're so unique. And now that I've <laughs> taken up a lot of this, what do you think, John? <laughs> you know, it, it's funny you said that because literally before we came on air, I was actually recording a, an episode of Creative Business Made Simple. And that was the theme. And it's it's all about, because again, you, you, 
the, the premise of it was that a client of mine had said, you know, uh, you know, business owners didn't like her and, and there was all sorts of things that was going on. And I, again, just straight out of my lips, you know, from her ear to her ears was literally when you care more about what other people say versus what you say about yourself, you're giving your own power away. You're giving them the keys to your heart and soul and saying, here, do what you want oh, with yeah. them. And at the end of the day, yeah. what it comes down to is, you know, you, you talk about the paradigms, you know, I had a, a decision to make recently with regards to the passing of, of one of our uh, elderly friends. And, uh, you know, I knew who was going to be taking the service and I knew basically it was going to be a group of Pharisees and Sadducees. And, uh, and, and I've had previous encounters with these people. And I mean that literally, these people are as deluded, mm -hmm. you know, as the day is long. And uh, I, I sat there and, and again, it, it was, you know, you could do excuse after excuse after excuse. And it was like, again, God was just saying to me, you can make all the fluff and the noise that you want, but it comes down to two things. Are you going or are you not? That's yeah. all it is. You know, there's no need to get yourself in such a state and to get yourself all worried and worked up. You are in control of how you respond to everything yes. in life. Yeah. That's the only thing perhaps you can control is how you respond. And, uh, you know, when I learned that, I, like, I can give you a million and one reasons why people don't start businesses or people fall out of love or people don't go to funerals or don't want to do this. What it comes down to is, is, is it either out of love or out of fear or mm -hmm. is it, are you going to do it or you're not? So when you realize that, that again, people can say whatever they want about you. So what? You know, opinions oftentimes are like diarrhea. A lot of them come fast and, you know, free flowing, you know, but and, and occasionally some have, uh, you know, a little bit more solidity that requires you know, a little bit of merit and, and contemplation. But uh, ultimately, you only ever want to know somebody's opinion if they've done what you want to do longer, better and have more success with it than what you do. Um, and, and otherwise, you're just tripping yourself up, which is the less disgusting kind of analogy for these <laughs> things. The first one's more what you tell teenagers and everything. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's really what it comes down to is you are more in control of you and responsible for you than anything else. And what anybody else has got to say about you, you know, is, is regardless, it's whether you choose to believe it or not. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I was in growing up, I'll just say when I was growing up, um, I never really knew what people thought about me because I was so shy. I just, you know, held back and, and I was happy with me. I was happy with what I thought my paradigms really came in. I mean, there's some things that I carried through from being told from my parents and stuff, not personally about me, but like how, how I think about money, how I thought about relationships, how I thought about other things. But as far as, as, not loving myself that came in later in life when someone first said oh you're always so confused all the time and it's like no one had ever said that to me before mm -hmm. I was 19 years old first time I heard it and it's like no I'm not and and they just kind of laughed and it's like they planted a seed correct yeah. and anytime you plant seeds they're going to grow unless they're not in good soil or they're not good seeds. So I could have said, well, that's your opinion and just mm -hmm. gone on with it. But it's like, you know, why would they say that? Why did they think it? And, and it bothered me for a long yeah. time because I, it bothered me because I never saw myself that way. Mm -hmm. And I wondered, do other people see me that way? 
And so as things went on, you know, got into unhealthy relationship, things like that, because I didn't know who I was and I didn't know how to stand on my own because I was so shy. A lot of, and we moved a lot. I mean, a lot. I was in 15 different schools by the time I graduated high school, second grade, we moved six times that school year, not to mention the summer. So there are a lot of relationship building characteristics that I did not get growing up because we were constantly going. Um, however, I did learn a lot of other things and I learned to have more grace for people. And I learned that people are very diverse without having to take classes to learn how to do that. And I think maybe that's why it's easier for me to talk to strangers than a lot of people, you know, um, a book that I'm writing now with two young gentlemen are, um, we're going to kind of maybe change the title, but I titled it The Best Strangers in New York City and Other Places because my grandfather used to say, I've never met a stranger, only friend I've been ever known before. And people go, what does that mean? It means mm -hmm. we're all strangers. You know, I'm a stranger to John. He was a stranger to me until we met, till we're here today. Um, but now look at how, what a great relationship we have already. <laughs> <laughs> look at the things we're similar with. And um you have to kind of think of, of things that way that, okay, this is the way it was. Now that I am aware of this, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. How am I going to interact with it? React? What am I going to do with it? Or am I just going to say, oh, that's nice, you know, go away now. Um, and you can do that with your thoughts. I'm learning about capturing thoughts. I always heard that verse growing up. It's like, how do you capture a thought? What does that mean? when those thoughts come into your head you hang on to them, whether they're good bad negative positive you have a thought that comes in you grab it you say okay are you beneficial for my life or are you not beneficial if they're not beneficial say adios muchachos you're out of here um and just go for the beneficial thoughts the thoughts that were coming in negative you know that i wasn't good enough that i was unworthy all of that it's like i take those and get rid of them might have to get rid of them a few times until all of a sudden they stop coming around because they're not getting any progress nothing's happening with them so they go find somebody else or they just die out on their own and and that's a great way to handle the past that's happened and get away from it you know this is the way it was i'm not in the was what do we say yesterday um and i don't remember yesterday's in the past tomorrow's in the future today's the present and that's why we call it a gift. And it is. Every day is a gift. I wake up in the morning. I say, thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love this amazing home that took six years of hard prayer to get. Um, you know, I put a post on Facebook about it yesterday. Um, I say we're ready to go on another break. And uh, <laughs> you've been watching the Value in You show with my guest, John Morris. And I'm Alice Kirkpatrick. We'll see you right after the break. <laughs> You've completed college or university, or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more, or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Alice will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Alice Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Hello, those breaks are just I like that music. It's so upbeat. And that's where you would have your logo, your information. We talk about you and your show. If you'd like to be one of the sponsors, get a hold of me at the value in you, just value in you podcast at gmail.com. And I'm real excited to be back here on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com with our guest, John Morris. He's an artist. He's a painter. What else do you do, John? <laughs> artist, author, coach for the creative mind, student of psychology, philosophy, art, business, theology, and many other things. When, when people ask me what it is that I do, I simply just say I'm an entrepreneur because literally when you break that down, it's you find a problem and you provide a solution. Yes. <laughs> so that covers, as my dear friend would say, that covers a dear merit of sins. Uh, you know, <laughs> but that pretty much characterizes and, and classifies, covers everything that, uh, that, that, that we do. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so before we get too close to the end, because I don't want to wait, I tend to forget to do this part because I want, you know, people to find you and find out more about you and where to get your book. Um, so how can people get a hold of you or get connect with you? The best place to, to find me uh, and all the things that we've got going on, the YouTube shows, the podcasts, the, the products and everything else is at thejohnmorris.co.uk, thejohnmorris.co.uk. And there you can check out the art. You can check out, you know, as I said, the, the podcast, the Creative Business Made Simple, Teen Life Coaching, the books, all the other stuff that we've got going on. Literally, you could spend an entire day. It's like being at your favorite mall and it's because it's created by artists for people. Uh, you know, it is very interactive. It's a lot of fun to be on the website and uh, you'll have a blast being there. Oh, absolutely. I agree. And I'll tell you how I found you. I looked up John Morris, Scotland. It's all I put in there because there are other John Morris's. Yeah, out there, apparently like it's a other... really popular name. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like there's other the other Kirkpatrick's out there, um, which is why I went with LS <laughs> because it just makes it more defined, easier to find. And um, as soon as I finish reading his book, I will put it on my book blurb, <laughs> my my place where I have books on my website, www.lskirkpatrick.com. And so give us some more insights. Tell us a little bit about if people are having, they want to do something, but they're afraid to do it, or they're doing it. And it's like, they get these negative thoughts saying, oh, it's the same old, same old. Every time you try, you fail. You know, you're never going to amount to anything. Or look at all this. You've been doing all of this for how long? And you're still not somewhere. When they get into that kind of a mindset, what is something that you would say to them? Run away. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Honestly, I mean, th this is coming from someone that's been doing it for 20 years, uh, you know, so you can take my advice to the bank, basically. Uh, you know, it, it's literally, it, it's whether it's a decision that you have made because somebody else said this would be a good idea, in which case that you're probably not going to be as passionate about it as if it's mm -hmm. something that came from a knowing that this is what you were here for. You yeah. know, I'm writing a series of books at the moment, a series of novels. Uh, it's taken 10 years so far at this point. I've just finished the first two because they were so in-depth and so well-researched. And people say to me, why on earth did you spend that amount of time? You know, so-and-so did six books that year. So-and-so's released 125 books. And, uh, and these so-and-so's, by the way, do have names. I just won't repeat them on air. But I always come back with, how much did they sell? And were they any good? Because again, yeah. you can release as many products as you want. And that's all a book, a painting, a print, anything is. It's another product. But it's, is it going to make a difference in the marketplace? Is it been, you know, has it been well thought out? Has it been well structured? Um, is it something that's going, you know, God only wrote one book and it took him all eternity to do it, you know? And uh, we've, been, we've been watching the uh, the Big Bang Theory and Sheldon's mom basically yes. says, you know, when God writes another one, I'll go ahead and read it. You know, so it's it's when you get into that mindset, you again have that choice of are you going to keep on going uh, yeah. or are you just going to give up? Now, you may not be like me. OK, when I do something, when I set my mind to it, um, I've got enough experience about me that I, I never look at anything and say, mm, do I think I could do this? You know, it, it's usually, again, a knowing when we did creative business, yes. made simple. I was like, could I sit down comfortably and record 104 videos on the topic of this business. That wow. includes artificial intelligence, includes every gamut of business and the artistic business, everything that's there. And I said, yeah, easily. And it's like, again, nice. there's something about you. You know, I'm able to take the mind, body and soul stuff that I recorded years ago and apply that into this because people often forget if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have a business, especially for these small right. business owners. And if you don't take care of yourself, you can't manage your team. You know, and I've yep. learned the value in working with a team. I've learned the value in working with all these different people. That's why we help you connect the dots. Because a lot of people start out and they they they, they see that the big picture, that they want to they want to be an artist or they want to be a best-selling author, uh, they want to be a coach or whatever it is. And it seems so overwhelming. So what I always say to them is start at the end and work backwards. Once you know the destination, it is far easier then to put in, you know, sort of the, the steps to take to get there. And that's really yeah. what I would say. And uh, it stops people from being overwhelmed. I'm also a really big supporter of lists. Uh, so literally, you can sit down and list, you know, 10 things that you need to get done in a week. That's, you know, you can do that easily. That's two things really, you know, per day, if you work Monday to Friday. And uh, and then you work through them. And some of them may be bigger things like doing a tax return, or which we have to do over here in the UK, just finished mine. And it seemed like such a big thing. But now it's just like log into Stripe, log into PayPal, you know, figure out what your expenditure has been. And, and that's it. It's done. Submit it. Finished. Bang. Uh, yeah. And then it's the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So it's it's seeing the big picture. Yes. But understanding the steps that you've got to take to get from where you are to where you want to be. And if you feel like you're spinning your wheels, sometimes the best thing is, especially if you're writing or painting, put it down, walk away yes. from it. Go and do yeah. something else. Go and chill. Go relax. Because you never, ever have that level of success. Usually, depending on your mindset and, you know, how, how your own blueprint works. But you usually never have success when you are stressed out your brains and, you know, again, doing all the stressful thoughts, worried, anxious, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you're fearful about it. 
And sometimes, again, like you said, you know, LS, that, you know, when you have those thoughts, the best thing that you can do, thoughts are like rocks. You know, you're standing in a stream, a rock comes towards you. You have the choice to pick it up and to put it down. You can only hold so many thoughts in your hands, yeah. maybe four or five boulders at a time. At some point, you have to put down those thoughts that no longer serve you and realize it's you that chooses the thoughts. It's you that chooses the emotion as well that goes behind it. So yeah, that's really absolutely. how we develop, you know, that, that relationship. And we break it down so simply for people and for clients that I work with, both in the groups and both one-on-one, -on -one, uh, that they're just like, wow, why did I never think about that? It's like, because you're too close. You're too much in yeah. the storm. Because when you're in the storm, you can't Are you see too things. stressed? Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't yeah. see things that clearly. And sometimes, and I did this this past week, you know, I was just like, I need to take some time off because there was so many things going on. Uh, I was meant to take, uh, I think, about 21 days off over Christmas because that's our big holiday. Um, I think I ended up with maybe six days because there was podcasts, there was pictures, there was business, all sorts of stuff going on. So that's six days off out of 120. Uh, wow. You know, yeah, and that's a lot. And I don't care how, you know, charged you are and spiritually you know, focused you are, at some point you need to take, a, you know, a break and a stop. Uh, you know, Speaking and of breaks, we're going to have to go to a break here. Sorry, I just want to um, also put in, you know, you talked about, you know, this person did that and that person did that. That's comparison. Don't ever do that. So be glad for them that they did it. And that's great. And maybe that works for them. But you are you. So you need to take the path that you can work with that gets you to where you want to go. And if it takes you 10 years to write a book or three hours to write a book, whichever it is, you know, it doesn't matter. You do what you can. And we are talking about rocks and, and I had just written um, a little bit in a chapter yesterday for uh, um, one group that I'm in. And I was talking about rocks. You have all of these rocks and you trying to put them in this little tiny jar and you're putting them in there and then you're cramming them. Well, if you keep doing that, you're gonna bust the jar into a million pieces. And then what does that give you? Nothing, you get disappointment, you're frustrated, you're upset. So stop trying to put so many rocks into a little tiny jar because it's not gonna work. Just take that one thought at a time, do the one thing at a time. As you said, write it down. Maybe you can only do one thing at a time or at a day, you know, fine. Accomplish the one thing and celebrate it. That's what you need to do. Um, we here at Inspired Choices Network just got our book published. It went to number one. It's called Light from the Shadows, Enriching the Lives of Others. It is on Amazon right now. Um, wonderful book from all of these wonderful, wonderful hosts that are on Inspired Choices Network. Um, some of them I do know personally, just amazing people. So we're going on to break. We'll be right back and we'll finish up our chat for the day. <laughs> You've completed college or university, or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more, or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Alice Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Thank you so much for coming back into the Value in You show on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. I'm L.S. Kirkpatrick, your host, here with John Morris, my guest, just enjoying this wonderful time together. Kindred spirit, indeed. You know, that it's amazing uh, how many times I have seen something or, um, you know, like a little message that somebody wrote from their heart on Facebook or Instagram, or any of the social medias. And, and I have the book, um, The Giving Book, which is, is a book about giving from our hearts to yours. So it includes artwork. It includes photographs, quotes, um, sayings, jokes, uh, laughter. Um, one of the hosts on Inspired Choices Network, the long bearded guy, he has one that's called Awesome Sauce and has looks like a bottle of ketchup with his picture on it, his avatar on it. It's really cute. Um, but, you know, I asked people, I love what you said. Would you mind putting it in the book? And then the book is for a nonprofit. This is my giving, um, something I do every year. And, and I've had people that have written something for the very first time. And maybe they wrote something in the second volume. And now they're writing their own books or they finally had the courage to speak out about what they wanted to say. And it's absolutely beautiful. I love being able to give people a chance for their voice to be heard, to encourage them and see them grow. Um, I love that you're here on this show because you're also doing that. You're giving people a way to express themselves, to find the good in them, find out who they really are. And, and, I just, I, I think it's amazing when people can do that, you know, either through my courses, through your courses, however they find it, YouTube's, whatever it is. Um, you know, if, if you're looking to find out who you are, what's going on in your life, maybe you don't like something or you really like it and you want to share it with the world. You know, the best thing I found is find somebody who's already doing that. You know, John's already doing that. I'm doing that. If you want to be a podcast host, Inspired Choices is doing that. Um, it's just great to do that. So we have just a few minutes here. Uh, so give us some closing thoughts, you know, gosh, closing thoughts, uh, a lot of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we have 60,000 thoughts every single day. I think, you know, to, to round out a show like this, uh, people that are watching, it's to remind them that, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, no matter how much we want to sit there and romanticize everything, you know, it, it's it's split into two sections. Like we've really themed this show, you know, and there's one section where nothing really matters because at some point all this is going to go. And literally it doesn't matter whether you're a millionaire or if you go, the guy out on the street begging for a cup of coffee, it really doesn't matter. And the other, on the other side, what matters is that you're here right now, that you're listening to this right now. The chances of you being here and listening to Ellis and myself you know, having this conversation is literally just hundreds of trillions of, of millions of billions and, and uh, you know, just chances to one that you would be here listening to us. Uh, so, you know, you're obviously here for a reason and a time and a season, a plan and a purpose. I don't know what that is. 
you know, I know when I did one podcast and, and, and I do a lot of these shows for people all over and a variety of audiences, literally when you have somebody reach out like Ellis did after hearing the show and being like, wow, I really love that show. I really want you to be on my show. I'm like, absolutely, you know, and such enthusiasm. And it's like, I know my schedule right now. So I went back to my VA and I was just like, what do we need to do to make this work? And then an opening came up and that's when you know that it is divine, it is guided. I don't know who's listening to this, you know, that this may lead to something else and to something, you know, more and, and whoever needed to hear it. So I firmly believe that everything is divine. Everything is guided. You can always look at these breadcrumbs you know, of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of your yeah. life. And you look back and you say, well, that's how it connected the dots. I've done that with business partners all over. Uh, yeah. And when you can do that, you can't necessarily do it forward, but you can always do it looking backwards. Uh, you know, it's a really cool thing to let you know that perhaps you're more on the path and you're being guided more than what you actually think you are. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. You know, I go look at my journey and never thought I would be a podcast host, anything like this. You know, I was a grandma. That's what I love doing. I love being a grandma. I love it so much. Love being around my grandkids. I like to see them grow. I like to give them wisdom of me when they're asking for it. Because if they don't ask for it, they're not going to listen to you. Sometimes they do, but most of the time they don't. Um, but you just have fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Boy, they do watch you. And, and people do watch you, not... Not to watch you to criticize, but to see how you handle situations. And it's like, oh, well, you know, I saw so-and-so do this when they got in a tough situation. So maybe I don't have to be so scared or upset when I'm in a similar situation. And just, you know, you gain so much from each other. Um, you know, talking about my journey going from, from being a grandma to writing books for my grandkids and getting into, um, you know, I had the genealogy for years and how do I run a business? Knew nothing, knew nothing. I'm still learning so much every day on how to run a business. Um, you know, it's a different mindset and I knew I needed to get some help to do that. So I went searching for someone who was running a business and learned from them. Um, I'm still learning. You know, I always say you've got to have mentors and coaches. I, I learned that from other mentors and coaches because if the, you don't have someone teaching you, you're pretty much saying, okay, I'm stuck here or I'm stopped here. I'm not going any further, but we want to keep going further. Um, and like you were saying, it's okay to take a pause. Mm -hmm. It's okay to stop and reassess. Some people have told me, oh, if you, if you take a pause, if you stop, that means you've quit and you have to restart all over again. And it's like, no, you don't. All so that's you're the doing danger is listening you're... to other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's true. You have to watch out for what other people say. Um, I think I was just talking on the mindset uh, show I had just either the last show or the show before. And John Maxwell talks about having a cap. Now, maybe your cap is here. Maybe their cap is up here. So you want to get to their cap. Mm -hmm. And then you want to go to the next one and go on. And, you know, I had a gentleman tell me I needed to... Um, be realistic and what I was wanting and where I was at because of my age. And it's like, I actually got a little upset and I'm thinking, well, maybe that's your real in your world, but not in mine. I'm not going to, to do this just for nothing. You know, I have goals. I want a legacy for my grandchildren. Um, 
I want but the to awesome go thing about it, LSO, life. just just as we wrap up, you know, what, what I was yeah. going to say there was, you know, even if you get to the end of your life, and I've had to face this my own self, and you're laid there and you say, you know, well, I didn't accomplish this, I didn't accomplish that, and, but boy, we gave it an amazing shot. Yes, and it was a great absolutely. fun. It was amazing doing that. You know, that's that's a victory in itself. That is, that is, you know, and we have to celebrate every single day. There's always something to celebrate. When you celebrate, you know, you increase the endorphins, you make your brain come alive and get activated so you can do more and get bigger rewards and bigger celebrations. And, and, you know, I guess it's like exercising your brain. You just need to keep going and keep going. Um, I just, you know, before we really close out, we do have a little bit of time left. I just want to thank you so much, John, for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time because I know you have a busy life and a busy schedule, but I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to our audience about about our minds, about what to do in life and where to go and not to be afraid and to take that first step. You know, even if you're just taking half steps, you're still moving forward. And if you have to pause, take a pause. You know, I did that. I took one week. I took everything off my walls, vision boards, notes, everything, put them in a little folder. And I took a whole week off because I was so frustrated. And what I had done is I'd gotten focused on one thing and lost sight of why I did it. And I went back to thinking, why did I even start this in the first place? And once I got back into that, boy, everything just started flowing again. And it was wonderful. Um, You know, if, if, if you just get tunnel visioned into one part of what you're doing, you're going to miss all the other parts and it's not going to feel right. And it's not going to be fulfilling. So enjoy, enjoy what you do, you know, a great way to find what your purpose is. What do you love doing? What lights you up? What can you talk about for hours? What can you show and demonstrate to others? And then go for it. Find somebody, if you don't know how to or what to, find someone who's already doing it and ask them to mentor you or to coach you Mm -hmm. along the way. That's a great way to do it. You know, John has his programs. I have mine. Um, you know, you can find mine on www.elliskirkpatrick.com. You can find John's on, on his website. Um, and, and he does, he has an amazing website. I'm still, I'm getting mine a little bit redone and I'm like, mm, I kind of like his, but I don't do the artist thing. So <laughs> yet anyways, <laughs> I'm working on it, but, uh, um, you know, and don't be afraid. You're never too old. You're never too young. Um, just well, I mean, go for you know- it. You know, when people talk about this, you know, Morgan Freeman was what in his 60s before he had his major breakout roles. Uh, There's a number of people that had a lot of success when they were older, because I I always liken it that the beginning of your life up until your 20s, maybe even your 30s, you should be learning. And then when you're 30s to sort of 60s, you should be doing. And then when you're 60s to the day that you leave this planet, that's when you should be teaching. And you've got people that are in their teens that are trying to teach. And you got people in, you know, X, Y, Z that are still trying to do. And uh, there is a time and a season for everything. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and like you said, when you're passionate about it, you're passionate for a reason. The go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you for, for listening here. to the Value in You show. <laughs> Ellis returns Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific <laughs> on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then... Remember that you have great value, you are worthy, and you are enough.